Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Never gonna be the same. Hey, good morning. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment Producer Don McLean in the house. Hello. Hello, everybody. You guys, I know, Don, you had your catalytic converter stolen from your car recently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Apparently, Yesterday that's morning. a thing. Um, <laughs> I was telling my roommate about this, and he said, Oh, yeah, my uh, coworker had his stolen. A few months ago, and it clicked. I remember him telling me the story because he called it a Cadillac converter. And I was mm. like, you mean a catalytic converter? Because, you know, I'm, you know, into cars. Or yeah, you're a car lady. Yeah, yeah. I'm a car lady. Um, but he said it happened at work in their parking lot at work. Wow. Mm-hmm. Which oh, is yeah. right down the street, by the way. Well, our security guards, James, told me yesterday that people will be in our parking lot. <gasps> And they've had them stolen from cars on the street, which we don't have any jurisdiction of, but they've been stolen just off of territorial. Is that the road yep. here? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh. So from there in broad daylight, also people are, but our security guards are on it, man. They're I mean, good. they are watching and they go out there immediately and say, what are you doing? Because right. they'll be walking around yep, they walk and driving around. The around. And uh, yeah, they've chased them all away. But the boldness of people doing this, it only takes a couple of minutes to remove it. That's the thing. Oh, my gosh. Well, and you just got a new car. You didn't even have your plates yet. I know, Donna. Uh, Steve, Donna went and picked up my license plates yesterday oh, from Walzer Honda and Burnsville. Oh, my gosh. Can you yeah. believe wow. that? Isn't that nice? Well, it's, it's really so much nice. closer to me than it is to you. And I was like, yeah, I got, I got nothing to do. There's a damn pandemic going on right now. I'm so you swung through Burnsville on your way home and, and grabbed the plates and brought them in this morning? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so, so now you got nice. your place. You don't have to, you know, you have to worry about getting your car fixed. I now. have a lot going but on this week. My daughter's coming next week. I I'm know. trying to move stuff into my storage unit before she gets here. It's Ugh. just a lot. Oh. How do you thing. how do you deal with that stress? Like, you know, some people thrive on I just, there's something going on every minute of the day. Um, I do not. How do you do in those moments, Dawn? <laughs> um, well, I just it's like I just start a new like I let myself feel sorry for myself for a little bit and then because <laughs> everybody has to do that right just yes. for a minute and i'm like this isn't going to help me to have this mental attitude so i just have to make a list and okay. it's like feel satisfying to check things off the list one of them was 
doing that, so Donna helped me. Oh, yay. Good. Yay, Donna. It, yay. It'll all be fine. I'm going to get through this, guys. You are. <laughs> it's, it's all going to work out. It's just a little bump in the road. And as I'm doing these things, I always say, thank goodness I have a car. Thank goodness I have a job. Right. Me too. I don't have to take the light rail anymore. Me too. Now, yeah. how did you get to work today? Uh, MC brought me. Oh, yeah. He, had to he get got up. up real early. He sure did. Aww. So you just didn't want to ride the car because like, it's still safe to drive that car. It's just super loud. Is that right? Or is it unsafe to drive it? <laughs> well, they weren't sure because the check engine light was on and they actually cut a couple of other things while they were cutting this out. My oxygen sensors and they wanted to make sure that the rest of the engine wasn't damaged and because you can damage your engine by driving this. You know, too long, right? This way, yeah. yeah. So I I brought it in right away, and thank goodness I have, uh, you know, the insurance is going to cover it because it's a theft. I just have to pay the deductible. Oh man, but the deductible still—I mean, you're talking five hundred bucks. That's a lot of money, especially when this is the month I'm planning to move. So I have moving costs and someone coming to visit. It's just when it rains, it pours, right? Exactly. Is it going to rain? Because I think it. Yes. Speaking of, funny that you say that. The conversation downstairs in my house about (laughs) thirty minutes ago was my wife saying. No, no, it's a sunball. Why is showed a sunball? Why is it raining? Why is it cloud? Yeah, we have. A, I don't think it's supposed to rain today. No, it is this morning. There's just going to be a storm, and then it's going to get real hot this afternoon. Because it looks like Gotham City out of it, our window yeah, here. It does. I mean, even real here dark. at the station, I had to do a little tornado watch check because I'm very familiar with what tornado clouds oh, yeah. look like, and I'm like, oh yeah, that looks chaser. like a wall cloud. So I'm out there looking mm. at oh, the little wow. hangy downs where it starts. Check yeah, I know. Anytime I see a big, um, a big, like poofy cloud, if it looks a little too thick and it's a hot day outside, I think that sucker could turn into something not great. When it flattens out, that's oh. when it has those little that things right? that hang down. Yeah. I know nothing oh, okay. about weather. Oh boy. Oh, I tell you what, I drove through. Uh, I've driven from the east to the west side of Kansas and west to the east side of Kansas a total of five times. Mm-hmm. And ev- I, I, I think it was four out of five times that there was like a tornado watch or a tornado tornado warning, at least a severe thunderstorm watch. As you were just on this open highway, and you just look around and think, "Well, this is scary," because if a tornado does come down, there's not there's not a mountain in four hundred oh, miles no. to block its momentum. Mm-hmm. Very scary. I'm afraid of Kansas. Yeah. I'm afraid of nature. Like things that you have no control over. Hurricanes, earthquakes, mm-hmm. tornadoes. Quicksand. Quicksand. Yes. That never big came true. Oh, man. I blame Lassie. <laughs> Wasn't quicksand in multiple Lassie episodes, or was it just one that everybody remembers? And every Western. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's like, help. Oh. Yeah, we legitimately grew up with fear of quicksand as kids. That's yeah. really funny. <laughs> Our kids don't even know what quicksand is. Ooh, maybe oh, we you should mean, introduce that. Yeah, today. go to YouTube. <laughs> We're watching a western tonight, boys. Yes. Anywho's old Steve, what's going on with you and your workout and your diet? And well, I ha- I've hardly worked out at all the last two weeks. That's okay. so I had all my momentum and then I stopped. And, you know, we had family in town, and then it's like, okay, whatever. And then there's just you're eating bad food, and then you start to really not care. Last night, my my wife and I both got to a point where we were like, we have, we have to change this. It's time. We mm-hmm. need to make a change. So we wanted to run for the border one last time. <laughs> yes. All these so, conversations are happening all over. I so we you. got Taco Bell. Um, I ate yesterday 
to uh what what's the oh lord am i really gonna forget it again on this show <gasps> oh, to no. steak it's a quesarito quesarito two steak quesaritos an order of nachos and cheese a soft taco and then i got a chicken quesadilla that i was planning to eat late last night reheated in the air fryer fell asleep early go figure that food didn't exactly fuel my body and I fell asleep early on the couch, and I didn't have an appetite when I woke up. So I just had a chicken quesadilla from Taco Bell uh, this morning for <laughs> breakfast. I need a diet. If anybody has any good links to just plans that fuel your body so that you feel energized throughout the day. Because it's a rare day that I don't want to nap at some point or fall asleep early or drift off. I need an an energizing eating plan. You just need you're to realize you're getting old. Oh, God. <laughs> just no, happening. No, it's, it's true. All just getting tired. I, th- oh, I think you're right, though, because I just feel like almost every day I feel tired at some point in the middle of the day. I need So I, I'm going to figure out a diet that fuels my body. A little bit of nuts. A little <laughs> grab like a yeah. handful of nuts. Yes, handful like of nuts. nuts. I'm nuts. Yeah, yeah, just you just need those hundred calorie packs. Those are good for you. Yep. Little almonds. They also sell Sargento's. I think sells little um, snack packs of teeny tiny cheese, and then some nuts and something else. I can't remember what. Beef jerky. Those P3 things mm. are great. P3. You know, it's like a little. Gosh, I don't know who makes it, but it's in the refrigerator with the lunch meat. And it has like little cheese cubes oh, yeah some nuts sweet. and maybe oh, some, yeah. something oh, it's else like a pack oh and, and little craisins, craisins. craisins. And little craisins yeah, like too. A, a whole... that's sargentos okay I, I think Sargento. that's okay yeah just little you know little packs you could get them at costco you could buy a whole big thing of them just keep them in your desk well, my stomach hurts now because i had that quesadilla this morning no you had a quesadilla this morning yeah. did i miss yeah. that yeah you he, missed that. Uh, i i heard the whole menu i am shocked at how much you ate yeah, th- so was my wife. She was looking at me like, whoa, are you still going? You're getting that too? And I said, yeah. And I, without the side of judgment, please, just get me my quesadillas, <laughs> my soft taco, my nut, my quesadilla. Yeah. Okay. In peace. All right. Hey, Steve, After you're breaking break. up a little bit. Yeah, Steve, we got to go. Oh, darn it. Yeah, come okay, away, restart. And then uh, will you come back with some things that make you go, huh? I'll tell you what celebrity has been struck by lightning three times. Oh, my God. That and more when we return on Don and Steve on my talk. Good morning and welcome back. Donna and Steve here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Before we do anything, let's do this. Mel Talk. Mel Talk. Our buddy Brian sent an email. Subject. Usually pretty positive. What does he have this time? (laughs) (laughs) Subject catalytic converter. All right, Brian. He said, I don't know why Dawn and I have the same luck, but my brakes went out yesterday. Mm. I had to go in the hole to take care of it. And this morning I woke up with my catalytic converter <gasps> stolen. Oh, that stinks. Oh, gosh. My alarm was even on. Yeah, mine was too. Wow. Mm-hmm. He says, I'm moving this weekend and have to pay a deposit <gasps> plus one month's rent Me and pet too. deposit after all this. Worst timing ever. So... Yes, you're Brian. not alone. Oh gosh. Oh, oh my gosh. Maybe like just talking about this will bring a level of awareness and maybe, you know, thwart is that a word? Thwart yes. off thieves. Because now more people will be aware of it. Coming up at um ten forty five, I'll have some tips for you guys on how to prevent 
your catalytic converter from being stolen. Okay? Nice. Thanks, guys. Hey, might as well have a a theme, a show theme today. Are we kind of garage logic now? Is that how that Pretty much. Sweet. Move over, guys. Things that make you go I'm just going to say it. You get to choose if you believe it. Martha Stewart has been struck by lightning three times. No. Oh, I thought you were going to say Gary Busey. (laughs) That'd be more believable. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Martha Stewart. Three times. Wow. I don't know if this can be believed. I know this. Yeah, that's true. She's outside a lot. (laughs) (laughs) She's got chickens and gardens. I recently got my first little zap. From uh, from electricity, like not yep. static on a door, but like oh, a no. zap from the side of an outlet that was yep. exposed. I've, I get that. I've had that several times at the and, cabin. You know and, that light yeah, plug in. You know the one I'm talking about. <laughs> and it's the 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 feeling I would describe as like a like through your body where you don't even realize. Like when you get static electricity, that you're instantly like, ooh, ow. This almost delays a second, and then like inside of your whole being is a high-pitched feeling, oh. is how I would describe it. Yeah. Ooh, not good. I would hate to be electrocuted. Now this, the tallest mountain in the world that no one has ever climbed is at the top of Gangkhar Pinsum. It's in the country of Bhutan in Asia. Mm. It's about 24,800 feet high, but because it's a sacred religious site, people are not allowed to climb it. Hmm. I bet you people oh really gosh. want to climb that too, because you want to you want to do what you're not allowed to do. So a daredevil who's a mountain climber would be like, "We need to do that right. at night when no one is watching." But twenty four thousand eight hundred feet, I think you might meet, need more than one night. Things that make you go home. You know, just if you guys could applaud after this story, oh, okay, yeah. sure, yeah, that'd yep. be better. Got okay. you there. Okay, the domino. In the Domino's Pizza logo has three dots representing the company's three locations that were their original locations back in 1969. And they planned to add a dot for every new store, but they expanded way too fast to keep up. Now they have over 17,000 locations worldwide. They should hold one of those domino tournaments where they knock them all over. You yes. Know, do it with pizza boxes, mm-hmm. maybe. You know, I've never <laughs> played dominoes. I've only ever set them up and knocked them down. Mm-hmm. I but, think I've played a, a couple of times as a kid. Yeah, me too. Do you I enjoy cards? It? I don't remember. Wow. Isn't it like cards? It was so good. Dice? She just yeah. doesn't remember. Well, I'm very old, guys. Oh, like the 2000 year old man you know <laughs> i hear that the fun way to play is it's called cardinal mexican train dominoes Have i hate that it? yes oh you do oh you do okay. oh my friends want to play it every christmas when i go home yeah. and i'm like i don't like it it's like i don't like mathy kind of games i like word games board games that involve Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Words and fun and trivia. Yes, just played a lot of that last weekend.
I just I, anything that involves like having to like calculate. really think and calculate. Yeah, mm. not my thing. Hmm. Now let's talk about the world's fattest dog. I'm sorry. Oh, Big boo? Was it boo? Hey, oh, Donna. Wow, sorry, Don. Donna's referencing my dead pug. Oh. Boo. She topped out north of 30 pounds, which for a pug is too much weight on the frame. Mm-hmm. We Presumably she died due to, I don't know, a life of bad choices. Taco she was Bell. very, she was very, <laughs> very fat. And the first night that I got her, I got her for free. Mm. And... Found the ad on Craigslist. This is all true. And when I got there and saw the dog, hadn't seen a picture yet. They said plump, lovable pug. I was taken aback when I saw the dog, but I was like, well, I've come too far. Um, this is my dog now, but wow, is she big. Very oh, Jabba the, the Hutt-like. The, st- the story gets even better if we only had the time. because She went on to get bladder stones, and, and I had to go... Steve door- had to raise money. I didn't have any money in college. I find out that this dog suddenly, this free dog, has like a $450 medical bill to get the bladder stones removed. You may as well have told me it was $50,000 at that point. Oh. I went door-to-door in the freshman dorms with the dog. Uh, female freshman dorms and just introduced myself and my dog and told them what my plight was and I uh, raised all the money. Oh my gosh, that's great. Yeah, you gotta definitely go to the (laughs) co-ed dorms. That's great. Yeah, it was good. It was was good. Okay, back to the real heaviest dog ever. Was a St. Bernard named Benedictine who who weighed 367 pounds. That is abusive. That is not Cool. 367. Benedictine. Benedictine St. Bernard. Do we have a photo of this fat dog? I want to see yours. Hey. Hey, Steve. Boy, this dog doesn't look 367. Well, they are extremely large to begin with. So we'll give them, you know, 100 and maybe 60 pounds. But. Whoa. Oh, we need to post this. We put the link in so I can link it up. Yeah. Yeah. This is, well, maybe that dog is 367. I don't know. Anyway, there's your random grab All bag right, of thank facts. you. You know, um, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard are in court. We've got a couple of stories we're going to get to this hour. The one I want to talk to you guys about is Johnny Depp supplied his 13-year-old daughter with pot. I want you to listen to his explanation and then tell me what you think of it, because I sort of get it. We'll discuss coming up next. So, did you have you guys been following this Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial that's happening in England right now? No, fill me in. Well, there's a lot to get to, but one thing that really stuck out for me right now, and both both of you being parents, I thought it would be interesting to see what you think about this. So, according to testimony, Johnny Depp supplied his 13-year-old daughter at the time with pot, and he admitted to that in court. Yesterday, he said he wanted to be a responsible parent and knew his own stash was trustworthy. He said, my daughter was 13 years old. And as we all know, do we at 11, 12 and 13, when you go to a high school party, you're approached by people who will want to give you drink because they're drinking at 12 and 13 doing cocaine at 12 and 13 and smoking marijuana at 12 and 13, doing ecstasy and many, many drugs. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. There's more. All right. He said his now 21 year old daughter, Lily Rose Depp, whose mother is, you know, Vanessa parody. 
came to him after she went to a party and someone passed a joint to her. He said she was 12 and she said she didn't know what to do. He said to her, listen, if you're at a party and someone hands you a joint, you take the joint from the person and pass it to the next person. Please don't experiment with drugs with people you don't know because they could be laced with other things. They're strangers. You don't know them. So he said, when, if the time comes when you really feel like this is something that you want to try, come to me. And um, I, cause I don't want your first experience experience to be with people you don't know. Okay? okay. He said, this is a quote. It's a safety issue. It's a father worried about his daughter in this kind of situation. I know the most important thing for a child, if you're going to do something like that, I would rather them be honest with me and me be honest with them so she doesn't go out there and do things and hide it from me. So this is one way to parent, I guess. Certainly is. Um, (laughs) All sorts of ways to parent. He said, I wanted to make sure that the settings were perfect. Put on family TV, fill the freezer with ice cream, uh, make the experience as pleasant as possible. I don't want her going into a a paranoid tailspin. And I knew that the marijuana I had was trustworthy and good quality. And he it said, sounds like he just wanted someone to smoke a joint with. <laughs> wanted it to be perfect. We'll put on my favorite show. He said, if this is wrong in your eyes, I appreciate what you think, but I was raising a daughter and I was being a responsible parent as far as I'm concerned. Your thoughts? Hmm. Well, there are all sorts of ways to uh, to parent a child. <laughs> I I don't know that that would be... My approach, which is, okay, I know at some point they're going to get exposed to drugs and alcohol. So, hell, how old are you again? You're 13? Let's do it. Let's do it tonight. Yeah, here's what we're going to do. It's an IPA because I don't want you drinking Coors because that's watered down. It's not the good stuff. I'm going to get an IPA. <laughs> we'll enjoy it together. And, uh, and we're going to do a joint. And, and, and in fact, I mean, if, you're, if at some point you're going to get offered cocaine, I gotta. I don't want you doing crack is whack. And let's do. We'll do cocaine. It's clean. This is good. I'll show you how to snort it. And there is a too much. Does this sound a little? There might be a better way to parent than that. Right. I get what I. I understand. Just by looking at the printed words of what he said, I understand how he may have been thinking in that moment. But if you keep going back to, I'm just trying to be a good parent. I'm just trying to be a good dad. I might challenge you as a fellow dad that maybe there's a way that we could work even harder at being a good dad that doesn't involve us sitting our 13-year-old child down and saying, let's smoke some weed together or let's drink some beer together right. or whatever. Right. I'm just going to call a little BS on that because I think that the way to be a better parent there, I think that you, I, I appreciate where he's going which is I want my kids to be open and honest with me. That's the that is the heart of every parent. We want our children to trust us right. and to be open with us. I don't think that means that you become their weed buddy though. Right. I think that there's just a, a there might be a harder way of doing that. That that kind of seems like the easy way out. Smoke a joint with you, whatever. Look, and you'll see that it's not the worst thing in the world. I don't know. I think that maybe there's a there are some harder ways to go about communicating to them things that are out there and why they have the power to make their own decisions. And you want to try to inform them about what healthy decisions look like, especially from a developmental standpoint. I am no, uh, you know, medical professional, but I think 
what happens to you when you're 13 versus what happens to you when you're 33, uh, you those affect you differently. Just like what happens to you when you're eight versus when you're 13 affect you differently. And sure. so I think that there might be some other risks there that Johnny Depp might not be taking into consideration about kids at that age experiencing that, even if it's in a family setting and you've got full house on TV and, you know, cookies and cream in the freezer. Sure. You know, I think about, too, um, you know, there are parents out there who, let's say, you know, your kids are going to go and drink at a graduation party. Mm -hmm. There are parents who say, I'd rather you do it in my house and I know that you're safe and you're not leaving. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen that approach before. Now, not that that's the best option, but to think about your kids getting into trouble and they're going to do things behind your back, I kind of get that too. It's, it's like Amy Poehler in Mean Girls, right? Is that, isn't that that the character in Mean Girls? <laughs> she's just like, if we're going to drink, drink here, and you can just tell. Now, the, her character in that movie is she's just uh, pretty much always drunk. And just wants the kids to be there, and then she's got more people drinking at her house. I I understand that that theory. I mean, I've heard that before too. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I it's, know it's a little it's a little gray. But but I don't on the whole, just to make it concise, I disagree with Johnny Depp's approach. Yeah, I assumed. <laughs> I just think, yeah, I think that, and I think he's given himself a touch too much credit there too. I mean. I get it. Parenting is tough and all that, but it feels like he kept going back to the refrain, which was, I'm just a dad trying to, you know, raise my daughter right. Right. That's a little bit of a cop out line in the midst of you providing her Guidance. with marijuana at home sure. at the age of 13. The, I think that I would like to know a medical professional's mm-hmm. uh, thoughts about that as to the effects that it could have on a younger person as opposed to an 18 year old or a 21 year old or a 31 year old sure because i think that matters plus there's also the legality of it yeah now i know they're in california but this was many this was like 10 years ago or eight years ago i mean for me i feel like he's missing the fact that your brain is still growing right when you are a teenager Which, your brain that's why we shouldn't trust them with making decisions about i'm in love with my teacher who just hit on me and he's 30 right well your brain isn't developed enough yet to make decisions like that for yourself mm-hmm. so that's why there are laws protecting kids and you know your brain it's proven that it's it's changing there are hormonal changes going on it's making new pathways um there's so many things going on and to put drugs into that mix right that is so dangerous because you're not allowing uh, you know if if they're feeling emotions in thing then then you're masking it with a numbness you know right. you're numbing pain and setting them up for failure i right. think I, I think this is so wrong and how about just say, when you're 11, you can't be at a high school party. Thank uh, you. That line was so about. disturbing. What 11, 12, and 13-year-olds are at these high school parties where I guess the other 11, 12, and 13-year-olds are making decisions about whether or not they do coke? I mean, look, maybe that's out there. I don't know. Uh, but that I don't think that's been the situation for any 11, 12, and 13-year-old I think, that I grew up with. I also think that Johnny Depp has a different frame of reference for because sure. he grew up you know, in a troubled home and experimented with drugs early on. In fact, I think there's a quote from his testimony that says, 
hey, listen, I'm not telling other people what to do, but drugs have always worked for me. She's sure. like, have he, they really? Wait right? a second. Like, bull crap. That is absolute right. bull crap. Oh, God, this is just such r- wrong information. He's right. Yeah, occasionally you have to call, like, stupidity out. Right. Drugs have not worked. Read the Johnny Depp life story to this point. You idiots! It has not worked for Johnny Depp. Hasn't he just been a, a, a typical example of a man who has anything at his disposal and it has provided this sort of internal poverty, this personal poverty in the yes. midst of all of his financial prosperity? Yeah. Bull you crap is at work for you, Johnny Depp. a month on wine. Right. There's a reason for that. <laughs> right. You were he said it wasn't smoking. all for him, though. Okay. Because <laughs> you were smoking pot when you were 11. Right. Well, we did get an email from an anonymous person that says, you know, he does have a point. I started experimenting with all drugs and alcohol at age 12 as well, and I can't imagine what it would be like now. It's not the best way to parent, but that is the age when kids start up with all that, so I wouldn't vilify him. Oh, I am. Sorry, dude. Yeah. And I don't have any, I don't have any skin in the game. I don't know. Yeah, I think that there's a, I I call BS on the, I'm just trying to do my best as a parent. Bullcrap, there's a better way to do your best that doesn't involve you handing a joint to the 13-year-old daughter. You got it. All right. Well, we're clear on that, aren't we? Yep. Yep. Oh, Steve, I'm so sorry. I'm sitting with my arms folded. And I'm oh, swaying no. back and forth in my chair. And you're like, mm. yeah. Damn it. Uh, All right. Well, because we, you care about your kids. Of course. And you can't imagine doing something like that to them. That's right. All right. Do you want to go hug your kids and we'll. Uh, I will. I'll All right. Go you hug. go do that. Yeah. Uh, when we come back, more from Johnny Depp. <laughs> no, this no, is actually, a decidedly different sort yes, of a story. <laughs> um, Regarding something, I need the context of the sentence I'm reading. I don't want to give anything away, Mm -hmm. but it seems like a lot of people's worst nightmare. This involves Amber Heard as well. Plus, I'll tell you why, in a sense, sort of related, beach chairs are Mm. the new toilet paper. I know, Donna, you've got skin in this game. We'll get into all that. uh, And if you see something, say something next on Donna and Steve on my talk. Well, as it turns out... There is something worse than finding a horse's head in your bed when you wake up. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, everybody. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. you turn 30 it's a great time you have a party you might drink a little bit too much you're like what's happening the end of my 20s i want to feel free i want to poop in a bed i want to drink a lot of shots no no go back to the second thing Hmm? i want to poop in a bed okay um in this (laughs) trial that johnny depp is uh having in britain johnny depp and amber heard because of his accusations that the sun tabloid said he was a wife beater and he doesn't agree with it. We're hearing all kinds of things, like the fact that um, he divorced Amber Heard. It all came to a head, not mm-hmm. on the head, or a horse's but in head. the bed. <laughs> yes, because he claims that Amber Heard, after her 30th birthday party in their Los Angeles penthouse in May, May 2016, after a fight, mind you, defecated in their bed. Knowingly. Yes. Oh my gosh! Um, they both sound or like possibly close. one of her friends. Now, so he he 
finds the poop in their shared marital bed, as he calls it. Uh, (laughs) Um, And she claims that it was just a harmless prank. She also blamed it on their two teacup Yorkies, which I don't know if you, my sister, has the tiniest runt of the teacup Yorkies. And the poop is like a jelly bean, maybe. Okay. You know what I mean? I mean, it really is. I hate to describe that. I won't get into it. Yeah, you have to blame it on a mastiff. But you can't (laughs) say that it's from a teacup Yorkie. Well, and they can't jump on the bed either. No, that's someone what he has said. to put them there. Yeah, he's like the dogs couldn't get up there. There's no way. So um, that's that come out in court. Nasty. Oh my gosh, wow. I do know somebody who, as a prank, oh no, was at a party. Oh no, no. I didn't witness this. I just heard it secondhand. No, pooped in the host's cat litter box. Oh, so that when they woke up, they'd be like, "What in the hell?" Oh. <laughs> you know? oh my god oh my oh god. lord that is so revolting <laughs> it's so gross it's oh. and oh for boy. a woman you know i just can't really this is the thing out of all of these claims i mean there's a lot coming out they that, sound like they are kooks yeah, wow. I mean, to the nth degree. I'm trying to imagine if I pulled back my comforter this evening <laughs> and I saw oh. human, the res- result of human defecation yeah. in my bed. Mm-hmm. Steve, you know what you should do? <laughs> you should. I think we had it hanging around here for a while. We had oh, like dog fake poop. Yeah, the fake dog oh, yeah. poop. You it know, it's like in the rubber. windowsill. It was in the windowsill and just put it in your bed. Oh, man. <laughs> Although, you know, we have a baby, so then we'd really get concerned because we'd be like, oh, guys, there's a blowout. There's poop somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I found poop a couple of places recently from the baby where I was like, oh, boy, it's not supposed to go there. Oh, and what no. the guests don't know won't hurt them. Oh, no. <laughs> it's definitely on the living room carpet. Oh, it's so, yeah. It's a carpet cleaner. That's... Yeah, that's exactly right. I right. said, boy, I think we might need a little, little something. Yep. Um, Now, this story will irritate Donna because, Donna, the the plight of trying to find a patio chair for you. I'm trying to find a a chaise. A chaise lounge. A chaise lounge. Um, So I'm trying to find a lounge chair, not not necessarily what I think you're going to be talking about, but I know where to get one today because listeners sent me ads, weekly ads, and it's only $40. Oh, great. And I'm rushing over there as soon as I get out of work today. But... I don't know. They might sell out right away because they are so expensive right now. Don't you, say it on the air. Whatever I won't say where it is. But well, there is a beach chair shortage right now. It's kind of like what toilet paper was in mid-March, early April. That's what beach chairs are right now. The New York Post writes, uh, you can't find a beach chair anywhere. This from Brooklyn-based mom. Her name is Dawn. She told the Post. Hey, Dawn. Saying she, hey, Dawn. Hey. She uh she scoured the web for three days before she finally scored one, just one beach chair, for ninety dollars. She said it was really overpriced, but I had no choice. Uh she has she had said that she got an email days later that said delivery was pushed back to January fifth. Well, what are you gonna do with it then? That's what she wants to know. What, what am I going to do in January? That's what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> uh, but they are just the the hot ticket item. In fact, somebody offered $500 for one beach chair 
um, for a the owner of a it's what? called a shore club in um, uh, Lido Beach. Okay, I'm sorry, but five hundred. I would sooner lay on a beach blanket or towel before paying five hundred dollars. Some people don't even pay $500 to go to the beach or to travel to the beach. Like just for the chair. Take that chair with me everywhere. Take it to work. I'd make a necklace out of it. Yeah. (laughs) Sit in it while I watch TV just to get the value out of it, you know? By the way, this same woman, Dawn, um, out in New York, Mm -hmm. she said that she also went to, she wasn't just going online, she went to the local hardware store, she went to Home Depot, she went to Ace Hardware, went to Costco. All to no avail. And she witnessed some price gouging for beach chairs as well out of New York. She said she had a friend who shelled out $180 for a secondhand piece on eBay. I'm telling you, guys, I looked at some of these lounge beach chairs. You can't find one for under $120. I went to at home yesterday, and they... They were like 160, 140, somewhere around there. And I was like, what are they made of? Catalytic converter metal? Hey, oh. Hey, oh, see what I did? It's, it's a callback. theme. <laughs> Thank call you. Back. It's a thread, a callback. Any hoozle. That's wow. a lot of money. That's it, a lot, man. That's really annoying. By the way, speaking of uh, making purchases online and looking for things, I did get my uh, first of my two long-lasting pungent colognes yesterday. Oh, great. Mm. Oh, yeah. We've been worried about that. Let's Smell unsmelled, too. I bought this stuff online after I found it on a top 10 list of the longest-lasting colognes. It's called Club de Nuit. Ooh. Club de Nuit. And uh, I'll just tell you this. I spritzed it twice yesterday. Maybe two, maybe a third time, but I think it was twice. Anyway, I... Uh, I go down and I'm playing with my little guy, my eight-month-old afterward. My wife this morning was holding the eight-month-old and said, (laughs) wow, I can still smell your cologne on the baby. Oh, geez, Steve. Great. Yeah, that's what I thought. Hey, Steve, maybe put it like behind your ear or instead of like, don't put it on your wrist or on your arm. Arm. I have it. I have it on my uh, like behind my ear right now on my pulse points, and uh, and I'm only two sprays in today, and it is it's it's pretty and it's it's a throwback scent too. It's more of a woodsy, mm-hmm. spicy, not like whoa old man, but kind of like the old man update. Do you know what I'm saying? Not what our dads wore, but what we will wear now, so that our kids remember how we smelled. Oh. oh, oh, that's sweet. I Club. love how you always bring it back to the kids. Can it's you adorable. do a time-lapse video where you have, like, your daughter <laughs> come up and smell you and put, like, 6 a.m. and then, like, four hours later. <laughs> and just be like, and just come up and smell and say, yes, still good. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she could rate it, like, on a scale. You yeah. know, ah, you're at a four right now. Oh, that sent me into a tailspin. I'd start over spritzing. <laughs> I know. I smell myself right now, though, I can tell you that. Locked in this little closet, it is... She could come in a different costume each time. (laughs) It's very fun for theater for her. I love that you threw a costume theme in there. That's awesome. Um, We have got some music news coming up after a Dirt Alert with Dawn McLean. Don't go away. We'll be right back on My Talk 107.1. 
This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. At the Home Depot, we have plenty of Christmas trees to make your holidays even more magical. Hundreds of full, easy-to-assemble artificial trees that look so real, you may be convinced they actually are. And for those who love that fresh pine smell, we have a parking lot full of fresh-cut trees to call your own. We'll even help you load your tree in the car so you can bring home the holidays. The Home Depot, how doers get more done.